you have done in Jesus name hallelujah it is always wonderful to find ourselves in his presence no matter what hallelujah 
I mean, it is always a privilege just to find yourself in his presence. Wow. Many other things are just bonuses, but just to be in his presence. You know, as a, as a believer, as a believer, as a Christian, that must be what means, means a lot to you. Amen. To be in his presence. Amen. That must be what means a lot to you. Because after all these things, after all this life, that's what will matter anyway. That's what is going to matter to be in his presence. Amen. After this life. After this life, what will matter is not the, what you call glamorous in this world. No. After this life, the hope of this life, after all this life, after all this everything, what will matter the most is to find ourselves in his presence. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. No wonder David said that in the book of Psalms. Can you just pass through the book of Psalms? Psalms 23 from verse number 6. He said that surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of, of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. One thing David said that forever he said that I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The house that she's talking about is not the physical one, the house in this world. He's talking about the house which is in heaven. The presence of God is in heaven that one thing that he wish and what's going to happen to us all is that and we must wish as a Christian is that we must dwell in his presence forever. We may dwell in the, his house forever. We must reach a level where we are, our hope are in his presence. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. Amen. Amen. Our hope are in his presence. Hallelujah. Amen. It is very, very much important that we must be attached to his Amen. Presence. Can we go to the book of Psalms 84? Psalms 84, verse number 10. The Bible says that better is one day in your court than a thousand elsewhere. I rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my Lord than to dwell in the tent of the wicked. David, this, this is David. By this time, David, of course, he was a king. But David said that, I rather be a doorkeeper. In your courts, in your courts, in your house, I rather be a doorkeeper. The reason why he want to be a doorkeeper, first of all, he want to be in the presence of God. Second of all, he wants to do something in the presence of God. 
Then he said that the way that I found how glorious you are, how wonderful you are, how mighty you are, how beautiful you are, how glorious you are. I just want to be close to you. I just want to be close to you. Then because I know, and by this time, the Lord used to live in the temple of God. He used to live in the temple. As the Lord used to live in the temple, he said that, okay, because the Lord used to live in the temple, I'd rather be a doorkeeper. The reason why he wants to be a doorkeeper is because he wants to be close with the Lord. Amen. How much have you found out about him? How much have he revealed himself to you? The more he revealed to you, you just want to be close to him. The more he revealed himself to you, you just want to be close to him. Let me tell you this. The same thing happened to those who he revealed himself to in this world. Uh, when you talk about men like uh, Apostle Peter, what made him to leave everything for the Lord? What made him to leave everything for the Lord? Remember, men like those Apostle Peter and the rest, what made them to leave everything for the Lord? He revealed himself to them. They realized, wow, there's nothing to be close to. I just want to be close to the Lord. I just want Thank to be you. in his presence. I just want to be in his glory. That's what they begin to find out. That they, their life was so attached to him. He becomes so real to them. To every Christian, the Lord must be so real to you. More than anything. More than anything, the Lord must be so real to you. He must be so real to you. And when he has become so real to you, when his presence means so much to you, oh, you will begin to speak like man of God, David, who's saying that I want to be a doorkeeper. I want to just to be close to you. I want just to be close to you. I want to spend my time in your presence. You know, a doorkeeper in the, you know, in the house of God, you can say that that is one of the, of the least services that you can ever do. But he doesn't see that is the least service because of the Lord in the house. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. He finds that it is an opportunity that I will be close to God. I want I will be close to God. I'm saying to you as a true believer, as a true Christian, that must be your target. I want to be close to you. I want to live in his presence. I want to live and be addicted to him. Be addicted to him. And the Bible says that in the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse number 33. When you seek him, seek him, his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. When you are his, in his presence, when you are in his glory, when you have found hey, a place to live in him. Hallelujah. Amen. 
the greatest honor that the Lord gives to those he loves, to those he honor, is to make them to be in his presence. To make them that. That's why after this world, you know, one of the greatest reward for every Christian, for everyone who believe on Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, we have said in the book of John 14, verse number 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. That means the point is go to the Father. The point is to be with the Father. The point is to be in his presence of who? Of the Father. He wants to be the way to the what? To the Father. That even at the end of all, of it all, we may find ourselves with the Father. The greatest honor that is given to the Jewish children, to Christian, is so that they may be in his presence, in his glory. That's why this place called heaven. What is heaven is all about? What is heaven all about? Heaven is all about being in his presence. In his presence. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Heaven is all about being in his presence, in his glory. You know, in heaven we are going to be lost in him. Nothing will matter than in him and in his presence when you are in heaven. Oh, that's why all this, there won't be any prayer request that you will have. I'm telling you, no prayer request there. There won't be any prayer requests. When you are in him, you want to hey, you want to worry about anything in him. You're not gonna worry about anything. You're not gonna be saying that I'm here in his presence because I need a better job. It won't matter there. Amen. You will be in him, you will be just fulfilled because he is everything. He's everything. The day that you're going to be on his presence in heaven, every, no, not even money will matter that time in heaven. Nothing will matter. We will be fulfilled. And you know, that feeling that we usually have that you feel like, ah, I don't want to live in his presence. That time is going to be fulfilled because we're going to be in his presence forever. That's why David, was. it was revealed to him in part. That uh, I rather be a doorkeeper. I want to be spend my time in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Then there it will be an opportunity to be with Him for you will be fulfilled. No, you won't have any sense of lack, any sense of want. Everything which we we fail today it will mean it will mean nothing at all. Even when they will be trying to give you money that time, they will be trying to give you a car that time, give you a house that time. You will say, no, I found what I've been looking for. I have found him is my Lord. He's my God. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Then above this life is all about his presence. Oh, the Bible says that in one of our favorite verses. 
Exodus 33, about verse number 14, the Bible says that my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. I will give you rest. But I'm telling you, that was a partial rest. Even when the glory of God giving is with us here, it's a partial rest. But there will be an internal rest in glory in his in the rear. Because when we are in the glory here, here on earth, when you are in his presence here on earth, it is there, it, it is like a shadow of the real one, but there will be a real one in the glory in heaven. Where you will have rest out of everything. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. There we are not going to be meeting. We are talking about where? In the presence of God where? In heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. And that's what this life, a life of a Christian, is all about that we may find ourselves in his presence. In his glory. In his glory. Then also now when we are still alive, the glory of the Lord to us must mean a lot. You must value his presence. May God give us the grace to do what? To value his presence. Hallelujah. Amen. To value his presence. To honor his presence. You know, can we just go to the book of Revelation and um, we hear a bit what is happening in heaven, in the glory, to those who have been honored to be there. Revelation chapter 4. This is one of our wonderful verses. Let us read this revelation of John. From uh, Let us read from verse number Mantala Basson Tolo Boyanda. Hallelujah. Let us read from verse number six going downwards. The Bible said that also in front of the throne, there was one look like what was looked like the sea of glass, clear as crystal. At the center, around throne, were four living creatures. They were covered with eyes in front of behind and behind. The first living creature looked like a lion. The second looked like an ox. The third, the third had face like a man. The fourth, like a flying eagle. Each of the four living creatures had six wings and covered with eyes all around, under the wings, even under the wings, day and night, they never stop saying, Holy, Holy, Holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is to come. Whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne and who lives forever and ever, 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. They lay down their crown before the throne and say that, 
You are worthy, our Lord and God, receive the glory and honor and power. For you created all things and by your will, you created, they were created and have their being. Okay, this is just a glimpse because when John had this revelation, he was not yet dead. He was still alive. But he began to see things. He was revealed to him the things in heaven. When he was revealed the things in heaven, the Bible said he, he saw the four living creatures. Actually, these four living creatures are like angels. These angels are similar to the ones that are found in the book of Ezekiel. Then the Bible said that then, when these angels are there, they're worshiping God day and night, never stop saying that you are holy. You are holy. Why are they worshiping him like that? Every time they, they are in his presence, he's blowing their mind. He's thrilling them. They are thrilled of glory. That's why 24 elders also who are there, who have been honored to be in his glory, in his presence, all they can do is to worship him. There was nothing more they can do. There was no, there was no space of want. There was no space to say we are praying for this, we are praying for that. The only prayer and what can come out of their mouth was only worship. Because they were in the glory, and his glorious, he's thrilling them. I'm trying to show you what it's going to be like when we go to heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. We are going to be thrilled. I don't know whether you are hearing what. We are going to be, th we are going to be thrilled. Oh, I'm telling you. There, there, there will be there will be a total satisfaction. I don't know. In Christ, in his presence, there is a what? Total satisfaction. Hallelujah. Amen. There is total satisfaction. He's the one who satisfies. He's the one who fulfills. Okay, let me just take us somewhere. Can we go to the book of John chapter 7? And let us read verse number 37. The Bible says that on the last day and the greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, Let anyone who is thirsty come and come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, the scripture says, a rivers of living water will flow from within them. Hallelujah. Amen. And in the book of John, chapter 4, when that woman was asking for water, Jesus Christ was asking for water, and that woman cannot give Jesus. And now he was telling something about it about something about him about him he said that anyone who drinks this water will thirsty again 
but who drinks his Jesus water will never thirst again. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Because when you find him, when we're gonna be in his glory, he will satisfy us eternally. You will be satisfied. There won't be any room for lack, any room for want. Everything will be fulfilled. Hallelujah. Say fire, yeah, 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 yeah. Fire, yeah, yeah. Then what must matter the most to the life of a Christian? It is his presence. You know, if you can reach the level where what satisfies you, it is his presence. You must do that. What satisfies you, it is present. You must see that what actually excites you, satisfies you, it is his presence. Wow. Like I said, it will be the realm where he has become so what? So real. So real. The Lord must be real to us. He must be real to you. And I'm telling you, when he has become so real to you, it will be easy even to serve him because he's real. It will be easy for him to, for you to walk with him because he's what? He's real. Nobody, when you reach that level, can actually convince you otherwise out of him because... He is so real. I don't know whether he's not. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. He is what? He is so real. If somebody is talking about this and there is, what are you talking? I can feel his presence. I don't know whether you. I can do what? I can feel his presence. I can feel his glory. Whether you feel him, but this time he is so real to you. Wow. Amen. Wow. I'm saying to us what this life and beyond this life it will be all about. It will be his presence. Amen. And the Bible says that in heaven we will be forever to be with the Lord. To be with the Lord. I pray that we will make it to heaven in Jesus' name. Amen. We will make it. We must make it to heaven. Beyond every, beyond anything. In the book of Revelations chapter 21, the Bible talks about what is called the new Jerusalem. It even talks about, it was revealed to John about even the meters, whatever. The meters, the, the, how, how big is going to be this new Jerusalem. But the Bible revealed on that new Jerusalem, the, glo- the Lord will be dwelling in that new Jerusalem. The Lord, God, even Jesus, the God the Son, will be there. And will be in his presence forever in this what? In this new Jerusalem. Let me tell you this. This is the thing that we're talking about now in part. But don't worry. 
These things one day they are going to be so real to you. It's going to be the real, the reality. Like today, maybe before you were born, maybe somebody could have told you about this world that was going to be like this world. That you know there will be a world. You know you're going to be a human being. You're going to have two legs. You're going to have two hands. You're going to talk. You're going to go to the shop. You're going to go to work. You're going to go to school. Somebody said, "What is that, really?" But the time came when you were born. Today is the reality, the life we live in. Nobody needs to tell you about this world that we are in today. It's a reality to you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. In the same way, in the life of a human being, this is not all of the life of a human being. This is so that now we are in this realm, but very soon we're going to. Very soon, when I say very soon, I'm not talking about yes. We're gonna live long life, all of us. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And full life. Amen. And once we are done, we will be translated to this glory, where the spirituality is going to be so real. Jesus Christ on that dimension is going Amen. to be. You know, we're not gonna only see his his. His, feel his presence, but you will see him with your eyes. You will see him with your eyes. Amen. You will see. We're not going to be just Amen. hearing maybe one day you have a vision of one or two angels like now what is happening. On that dimension, angels are going to be so, it will be, it will be a norm. You see now, you know somebody, if somebody before you were born told you their houses, you know, their house, a house look like this. Describe you one of it. You're going to say, I want to see that house when I was born. But when you're born now, you see so many, many, many houses. In the same way, on that dimension, angels are so many. It's going to be a norm. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. This kingdom is going to be a reality to you. Something that you're going to be living in this kingdom for. Now, we are talking, you know, the, the thing in this dimension, it is in part. But on that dimension, it's not in part, it's full dimension. It's just that to go there, you have to take off this costume. And don't worry about that, the nature will do it cause. I don't know whether you hear what I'm saying. The nature does it cause. That's life. Amen. Hallelujah. His presence is going to be a reality. Jesus Christ will be. The spiritual things is going to be. A thing that, that now we believe about it. We believe. In, and it has been revealed through the word of God. But on that realm. I'm telling you, many characters in the Bible, you will meet them. Apostle Paul will have chance to meet. Um, even Bartimaeus, you will have time. If you, you will time to time to meet. And the, let me tell you this, the good thing about Amen. the Bible and about this dimension. Like you heard that God lives forever. He doesn't live for eight years. He doesn't live for 90 years. In that dimension, will... The maximum we live is those many, many, many years that we know. But in that dimension, in the spiritual dimension, no death on that time. No more death. We live forever. Amen. And all these characters, Abraham, we will see. 
Just that they are compatible in heaven, they are compartments. Yes, then there are those who might be on there, but who will have chance to live with this. It is gonna be a reality. Hallelujah. I'm talking about those who are in Christ. I'm not talking about those who are in the world. I feel pity to those who are in the world. I feel pity because to them on that other on that dimension also the devil is going to be a reality. The demons is going to be the reality. The devil they've heard about the things of the devil they heard about, maybe they've never heard about, they never believed. Some of them say, don't, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in the devil. Okay, you will believe. Some people say, I don't believe in hell. Okay, you, it will become a reality Amen. when they die. And it won't be by choice whether I want to believe. It will be a reality like now. Maybe somebody in the previous world were told that we're going to be born like this. and I don't believe there's going to be, going to be born. Their house, like, what kind of things are that? But today is a reality we believe. We don't even have to believe we, it's a reality. Unfortunately, to those Amen. who have heard the gospel, who have heard about Jesus and took him for granted. Also, the other realm is going to be the real realm of tormentation. That's why the Bible says that there will be also a lake of fire. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. This is going to be, actually the Bible talks about it in the book of Revelation chapter 20. Revelation chapter 20. The Bible says that, um, verse number 10. And the devil would deceive them were thrown into the lake of burning sulfur and the beast and the false prophet have been thrown and they will be tormented day and night let us read also verse number nine they marched across the breadth of the earth surrounded by the camps of god's people the city he loved but fire came down from heaven okay that is talking about the other battle but it's talking i'm talking about okay Verse also verse number 14. You heard about the judgment of the devil in verse number 10. In verse number 13 and 14, let us read it also because these are like I said, this is going to be a reality of the next world. The sea gave up the dead that were in it, and the, sea, the death and the hate gave up. The haze, when you talk about the haze, it's talking about the hell. Gave up the dead that were in them, and each person were judged according to what they have done. That's why we must be very careful on what we do now when we are still alive. Hallelujah. Verse number 14, the death and hell were thrown into the lake of fire. Into the lake of fire. The lake the fire is the second death the lake of fire is the second death anyone who, whose name was not found written in the book of life 
was thrown into the lake of fire. Then this is going to be a reality to those who did not believe Christ, who did not live for God, who did not, who, who did not accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. This is going to be a reality. Then when you are a Christian and you know all these things, sometimes that's why we are preaching this gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. So that somebody can be born again and, and this cannot be their reality. And we can be with them in heaven forever on that wonderful older reality. Because like we are saying that, what it is all about in heaven is to be in his presence. And what we don't want is that for those people who did not accept Christ, is that that other reality is that they must not be with the devil forever. So that they must not be in the lake going to this calamity of being tormented. We, because here the devil is going to also to be tormented. Don't think there's going to be a boss in hell. No, on this lake of fire there's no boss. The boss is God. The fire will be doing its course. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. But what is laying for us is that we are going to be in heaven forever to be with the Lord. Anyway, Amen. Anyway, can you say my day is blessed? My day is blessed. My day is blessed. My family is blessed. My family is blessed. My family is blessed. My career is blessed. My career is blessed. My career is blessed. Our countries are blessed. Our countries are blessed. Our countries are blessed. Everything is turning around for my good. Everything is turning around. Say my life is a success. My life is a success. I will never be poor in my life. I will never be broke in my life. I will never be sick in my life. I will not die before my time. I am blessed. I am, I am rich. I am rich. I am rich. In Jesus' name. You know, you profess these things until it manifests. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. You profess it. You confess it until it do what it manifests. It becomes a reality. Say, no weapon fashioned against me shall prosper. No weapon fashioned against me shall prosper. Say, devil. Devil. Take off your hand. Take off your hand. From my life. From my life. From my family. From my family. From my career. From my everything. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Amen.
Let me tell you this. Somebody may be saying that. Do I have to rebuke the devil every day? Yes, he's stubborn. And he takes chances. Amen. He takes chances. Amen. He's just Amen. looking for a loophole so that he can his works and his plan can be can Amen. be fulfilled. Then we rebuke him always. As we rebuke him, he stay out of our reach. Hallelujah. Amen. Say angels. 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 Usher me wherever I go. Do with me everything I have to do. Do with me everything I have to do. Say, I lose angels now. I lose angels now. Angels. Angels. Bring my harvest. Bring my harvest. My miracles. My miracles. My testimonies. My testimonies. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let us share the grace. Say, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us all. Be with us all. Be with us all. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You know, once you are, what you are doing there, that means you have activated the grace of Jesus Christ. That there may be the grace of Jesus Christ. In every activity, may the grace be activated. And after that, you are saying, may the love of God, may you be living and acting what? In the love of God. And after that, you are saying that, may the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, that in every second, every hour, may you be fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. May he be talking to you. May he be guiding you. May he be 